having the money is nice but i feel like it's much more important to chase things that you give value to rather mm. than things that already have value mm. so what i mean by that is like there could be something that you want to achieve in your life that to other people mm. why is that an achievement for you but it's because you have a reason why that's something that you want to accomplish i think you just have a much higher chance of mm. achieving those kind of goals than when it's just mm. strictly if i don't die as a millionaire i have failed in life that's mm. that when it's just strictly mm. just financial and i feel like that is what a lot of people do the only thing they're working for is just i just want money Ah, right, bro hey look at us man look at us beautiful we say we start a podcast on nicholas podcasting how do you feel bro fam I'm, I'm actually excited i can't lie so it is when you say you want to do something can you actually get it done can't lie it's, it's an amazing feeling bro it's the best feeling man like yeah. anything we say we stamp on it like honestly but yeah but how's your week been though bro my week here yeah. It's, it's been a strange week. <laughs> it's been, it's been a combination of busy and lazy. I think that's the, that's the best type of combinations. <laughs> that's okay. what you're for. That's yeah. interesting though. Why do you yeah. say that? Like, why do you think that's the, I agree, but yeah, expanding that a little bit more. Okay. So it's the type of week where you get everything done, mm. but like your stress levels, they were kept to a minimal. <laughs> like they, they touched the brink, but they didn't mm. go, they didn't go past that. So yeah, hey, nah, those weeks yeah, are definitely so, needed. Yeah. What are you saying though? How was your week? Oh, it was good, man. Like I think mm. work, I've, I've hit like a sweet spot where it's like, I feel like I'm, I'm being given enough now. So mm. my days are like busy enough, but as you said, it's not too busy. Mm. And I'm enjoying what I'm doing too. That's actually interesting. So obviously you already know, but for people that don't, so I'm an electrical engineer. I work in building services, essentially working like huge residential commercial buildings. But yeah, for yeah, work wise, yeah, good place. Um, outside of work, bro, you know, I started the uh, hundred days of coding last week. Mm. How's that uh, going? So obviously mm-hmm. I was trying it. So I think like Monday now, I started the week being like, I'm going to do one a day. Cause obviously, you know, there's about a hundred days left in the year now. I was like, I want to finish it before the end of the year. I was doing it, like keeping track of it. And I was just deep in that. I was going better like 12.31, which is then messing up my next morning. Obviously I wake up early to go to the gym. So I had to just make a choice and say, you know what? This thing is not going to get done by the end of the year. It might take me two days to finish one video and that's okay. I'll finish it the time I meant to finish it. So it was just like a realization that I had that I was like, yeah, man. And then you stop being stubborn. <laughs> Let me <do> yeah. <laughs> Let me take no, it. Man. Yeah. But that's, that's a good point though, because like I've realized even with myself, right? Whenever I'm starting something, I'm always trying to finish it as soon as possible. But I've actually realized that the best thing is, is to actually take it, break it up into smaller steps or smaller bits and then take it on like that. Because yeah, sometimes it's just impossible to, to take it on all at once, man. No, I hear you. Mm. I hear you. So yeah. But yeah, man, so I had a choice to make, but I was even thinking about this, bro. I feel like that's, that's what even just what makes like being young and you know, the whole like twenties and everything. I feel like that's what makes it so interesting. The fact that every day we're making choices and like, we don't know what the outcomes of those choices are going to be. I feel like that's what makes it like exciting, but also terrifying at the same time. And mm. I was deep in it. Cause I was like, yeah, man, like maybe if I continued making sure I finish it each day, then I could get an opportunity earlier. But then it messes mm. up me going to the gym. Like, it's the sacrifices that come with that. So I don't know mm. whether I've made the right choice now mm. or I should continue trying to finish it. So mm. it's, it's like, I think that's what makes life like mad. Mm. Do, do you think that has to do with like your fear of, of time? Mm. Like, you always feel like you don't have enough time to do everything. Oh. <laughs> I think that's why I started waking up so early. I think I was just deep in it that yeah, like the time just disappears. 
And then the next thing you know, it's midday, then the day's over, you're thinking, oh, that's another day gone. Nine to five goes by so quick. Bro, it's crazy. It goes by in like an hour. <laughs> Even though it's eight, it uh, goes by in like an hour. Bro, it's crazy, man. But mm. in terms of like the pod though, like what are you most excited for? No, just having different conversations, just trying to learn myself, grow myself, so those type of things really. So Mm-mm-mm. what about you, man? No, I hear you, man. I think that's therefore a big thing for me too. You know what? I think I'm looking forward to like the people we're going to be speaking to. Firstly, the conversations we're going to be having, but also like the people. As I was saying about the whole choice thing, I feel like everyone is making different choices. People are doing what they want to be doing. And it's going to be so interesting to see what other people are doing. I feel like that's one of like, the beauties of social media and stuff is that now we have people podcasting. We have people who are making a living off YouTube. We have professional TikTokers. It's just so interesting. I can't wait to actually speak to these people see how they decided what they wanted to do. I'm just looking forward to just, yeah, I think I just find people just interesting and just like the choices they've made and just seeing, yeah, how it's working out for them and just learning that way as well. Mm. No, that's an interesting point, man, because, yeah, there's, there's like a lot of careers that I just have no idea how to even get into, how how it even works. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people just um at the top of their game and they're just so comfortable with it. So, yeah, definitely be interested to see how they, they maneuver all of that, man. Nah, for real, man. I was even thinking about this because I feel like, you know, when, like, when you have to step outside, because obviously you have the whole idea about the podcast and stuff and what you want to do. Mm. But mm. I feel like the kind of stuff that we're going to be talking about when it comes to like success, happiness, like all that kind of stuff, I, I feel like it's usually, it's usually told by people who have already made it or people mm. who are a lot older than us, like further down in life and they're speaking back on their experiences. So I just thought it was quite mm. interesting when I was thinking about that. I feel like there's a lot of value in that because I'm a big believer of the whole concept of like reverse engineering your life, which is if you see someone who's where you want to be, you look at what they've done and then you learn from what they've done to hopefully mm. match them, if not surpass them. Mm. But I also feel like there's a lot of value that you can get in terms of speaking to people who haven't already made it, who are still on that journey, mm. trying to be successful, trying to mm. make their dreams a reality. So I just feel like, yeah, that's hopefully the kind of like the niche that we can hit with this by mm. speaking to people like obviously yeah getting advice from someone who has a million subscribers for example as a YouTuber that's great in it but mm. I also feel like there's a lot of value that you get from someone who has a hundred thousand ten thousand because I feel like when mm. you have zero they can probably relate to you more than a mm. person that has a mil because the person that has mm. a mil they might have been on zero eight years ago mm. no that's true so yeah it was just it was just something that I've been thinking about recently in terms of just like what we're trying to do with this and like why mm. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. It was quite interesting. That's a very good point. I'd even um, I'd even think of it like that. Mm. Um, the people who aren't really, you know, the million subscriber people type mm. of people, where it's more like, I guess, the people that you can more you can relate to a lot more. So mm-hmm. I think you can actually learn a lot more from those people, even because I guess they'll have they're still on that journey and they're still making mistakes. Mm. So they can probably tell you, you know, the type of mistakes you're making the type of how hard it is even just to get to where they are and it's not even the top of, of, of the field or whatever so yeah mm. no it's interesting man no, so that's true. a good that's it's a good true, perspective yeah yeah i feel like we're definitely at the age now where fam people are lost bro like i feel like obviously you go <laughs> to school you finish education they throw you obviously like obviously people that didn't go to uni they started a bit earlier people that went that go yeah. to uni firstly you decide on a uni course you're not 100 mm. sure that's what you want to do but you know <laughs> you want to go uni you didn't yeah. graduate and then now they say they say go get a job and then mm. after that, it's just, there's no training wheels, there's nothing. There's just like, sink or swim. 
Like, yeah. it's so, like, yeah, it's so mad, like, how all of that works, isn't it? So hopefully, like, we do have people that maybe people can mm. relate to. We speak to mm. them, get their stories. Mm. People who maybe might be looking at our possible career changes. People mm. that are trying to see, just in general, you might be happy in your field and stuff, but you just want to see what other people are doing, like, lessons mm. you can take from them. Like, I feel like that kind of stuff, we can really... Mm. Yeah, hope I'm I'm looking forward to all those kind of conversations. Yeah. I've heard there's so many gems. Like, I always look at people, bro, that I'm seeing nominated for this award, best tech girl in the mm. industry, best tech guy. I'm thinking, how when do you lot apply for these stuff? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, like we nominated you, he's voting, like it's just crazy. Yeah. I remember I was telling you about the new um grad girl that I'm um, trained, like my co- I'm not grad, she was like a summer intern, right? Mm-hmm. And bro, she was so impressive. Like she was mm. she gave us like a presentation of her like experience so far. I was just listening, thinking, "Bruh, like she's like, I got mm. this award. I won this competition." I, I was like, "This is crazy." Like, I didn't know people <laughs> were dealing with like this. Like, from I've, I've I've seen a lot of people like that. I've always wondered. I remember um, there was one girl that someone had told me about, and she was just apparently she was just amazing. She mm. she was like she was supposed to be in my year group, and I was like, I was in year eleven then. Okay. And she was in, she was doing like last year of, of A-levels, uh, work or doing her A-levels basically. And I was just confused because <laughs> I know my brain wasn't there yet. <laughs> my brain was not there yet. So I was just thinking, what, what is actually, why can't I be there? You know, what's, mm. why are you there and I'm not there? Mm. Because I honestly, I genuinely believe, yeah, that, or, you know what? A lot of people agree with me in it, but yeah. I believe that. Like, if you put in the work, you can, you can achieve anything in it. I know people don't agree with me. I know you probably well, you know, don't agree yeah, with me. I, I, yeah. I, I, I may not even agree with that. Cause I've, you know what? Okay. I, think, I feel like it has a lot of truth, right? Mm. But I also feel like there is also this kind of thing where it's just like people feel like they can just, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to tell anyone that they can't achieve what they want to achieve. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, who am I? But I definitely mm-hmm. do think sometimes too, it's like, for example, if I now say I want to, I want to be a Premier League footballer. It doesn't matter how much hours I put in. I'm not, mm-hmm. at this point now, I'm not going to be a Premier League footballer. Some mm-hmm. people will hear that and be like, no, you're just not working hard enough and mm-hmm. fair enough in it. I think mm-hmm. that's why, like, yes, I'm fair enough. Maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah. But all I know is <laughs> the amount of hours bro. I'm probably going to have to put in. <laughs> yeah. And for the chance that it's actually going to be, I know yeah. that the odds are telling me I'm going to look back and say, what was I did? <laughs> so, yeah. like, no, it's true. Yeah. Like, I feel like, obviously, I think within reason, I, I agree with you in terms of like a, Within reason, I think that therefore is true. But I also mm. think there are some times where it's just like, yeah, I feel like you also have to be honest with yourself in terms of mm. what you're capable of. And even just what you, like, yeah, I feel like sometimes see, you we can easily convince ourselves that I really want to do something. Mm. And then you really don't. <laughs> it's like, mm. like mm. it's either you think you're putting in the work, but you're spending more time talking about putting in the work. You're not really yeah. putting in work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, yeah, I think it's this, right? I think it's this. Because I was, I was even watching one video from Arsene Wenger, right? And he, he said something like, um, I know when someone's not going to make it at football. And he said, by the age of 14, if you don't have the technical ability, forget it. Mm. Then he said, by the time you're 17, it's then how much you want it. Do you understand? Mm. It's, oh, are you going to go, are you going to go partying every weekend? Mm. You know, how much do you really want it? And I remember I saw one comment. So I said, uh, James Milner, he's, he's definitely not going to go clubbing. <laughs> like, I feel when you're trying to achieve something, right? I feel it's a bit of, oh, talking yourself into it, but also understanding the actual work that's needed to achieve what you want. Do you understand? 
that's 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 it. No, it's true, man. Okay. I think that makes me think of like the Don Kruger effect. Like the whole idea that the less you know about a topic, the more you think you know about it. So mm. people who are like maybe unintelligent, they might go into something and think this thing is really easy because they don't mm. know the depth of that subject. But someone who mm. really knows what it takes, they know that you don't know anything. <laughs> so like you really the reason you're still smiling and so happy like yeah. it's because you don't know anything I don't know if you saw this too I think I saw it on Insta but there's mm. this whole concept too that the more intelligent you become the less like in general happy you are because I think it kind of links to that thing too because I obviously I think when you're maybe if you're not very intelligent and you think something is mm. much easier than it actually is it's a lot mm. easier to be very optimistic about it whereas mm. when you really do know what it's going to take it's lot, mm. it's, you're more likely to be like this is mad like, <laughs> this is actually bad. So I don't know. I don't even think about it. That's quite interesting one. No, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with that. It goes, it goes down with knowing that and also being honest with yourself and being like, how much do I really want this? And can I really achieve it? Mm. That's all. No, yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you, man. Before we get into this properly, yeah, I want to break mm. the fourth wall quickly. Wrong. So obviously, we're both self-aware people in it. So we know that we're still young. So we don't even know the outcomes of what we're saying, whether if we do this, this is going to take us where we want to be. Mm-hmm. We don't know any of that. That's why I feel like I've been, I think we've spoken about this, about being conscious enough to know that we're not trying to make a platform where we're coming on, a, we're trying to teach people, or this is mm-hmm. what you need to do. If you listen mm-hmm. to us, you're going to achieve this. I, I, I don't even like content like that because I feel like mm-hmm. it, it kind of <laughs> even invalidates the fact that all of us have different experiences and mm-hmm. Just very general information doesn't work for everyone. Mm. I feel like the best way to be is when you hear information from someone, you interpret yourself, you think, what do I think about that? Does it apply to me? And you take it from there. I feel like even that way, you can't blame that person now because you've actually taken in time to make it your choice now because you've internalized mm. it. I say all of that to say this today, like people listening to us may not always agree with us, but the one thing that I think we can definitely guarantee is that we're always going to at least provide thought-provoking content to make people actually think about their values and beliefs. Make sure that they're mm. actually conscious that they're moving in the direction that they want to move in. That's not like mm. you might listen to us thinking, stop the cap. <laughs> or you might <laughs> think, ah, these might talk in certain sense. So, yeah, yeah. Man. So, obviously, everyone who wants to join us in this journey, make sure you follow us on our socials, A-C-E, J-O-E, K-E-R, no space. Give us feedback. Let us know what you think. And I think that's actually how you build a community of people who are all trying to grow and learn together. That's the end of my 4-4. No, I agree with everything you said. Uh, I think it's definitely a platform where we just want to just discuss different topics and just learn ourselves, really, man. We want to just, we want to, we want to grow as well. I want to grow. Not about you. Hey, <laughs> you want to grow? Come on, bro. You know I want to grow. <laughs> no, <man. laughs> Let's get into the main topic of the episode. You know, I feel like this is probably something that's really applicable to all of us. Grand culture, bro. <laughs> so, mm. But just for the people that maybe may not know, in terms of from like your point of view, like how, what do you think grand culture is? I think I would say grand culture is just constantly being on your toes, constantly feel like you have to work or work harder than the next person to achieve, you know, material wealth. Mm. So, no, yeah. yeah, I think that's actually, I think that's a nice way to put it. Cause I, I definitely mm. agree with that too. I think it's the whole idea of just like uh, anything that isn't contributing to you being successful is a waste of time. Mm. That's yeah. like, it's just, yeah. you have to be on it 24 seven. If you yeah. want to make it in this world, then grind. Mm. Like, and these kind of topics are really hard because 
I definitely, I, I think even I was looking at some studies that actually do show too, like the harder you do work, obviously, is um, what's it called proportional to how high you're going to climb in the corporate ladder. So that mm-hmm. that definitely is true. Like you definitely have to work hard if you want to really be successful kind of stuff. But I feel like it's definitely them ones where there's definitely more to life than just being high in the corporate mm-hmm. ladder. But it's so easy to just like be twanged and just think, mm-hmm. all right, cool. That's the only thing that matters. I just need to grind into the ground, make as much money as possible and everything's going to be mm-hmm. good. But I feel like doing that, you actually forget that there's actually more to life than just that. Mm. Like, I was like, there's so many more mm. things that you can consider, like your health. Like, imagine mm. you've made all the money now, but you're now mm. just tired all the time. Bro, mm. I was watching this video, yeah. It's cool. It's, I think Japanese, they have this, I think they have like a culture of just overworking. Oh, yeah. I know, brother. Their thing is not even grind no more. It's tired. <laughs> Bro, I, was, I think, I, think mm. I was looking at something else. It was like a core of their population mm. on average have 80 plus hours of overtime bro mm. that's like that's like four extra hours a day mm. that you're like working mm. to make 80 hours per month plus mm. of overtime like bro it's right. crazy man i think um, i was watching this video bro it was showing that people on the way back home from work were just passing out mad. just sleeping on the road bro mm. that's how hard these lot are working like it's mm. crazy bro i saw i saw i watched like because I kind of like, I don't know why, but I was kind of interested in that as well. Mm. So I kind of saw that some of them finish work at four, three in the morning. That's and bro, crazy. because of that culture, right? There's some, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. <laughs> something called like Hikikimori. Okay. Where it's like the, the youth, obviously males as well. Mm. They're having trouble actually finding a place in society because oh. they finish school, whatever, and they know they're going to have to go into that culture and some of them lose more complete motivation and they don't leave their house for like years wow. bro wow. like 20 years wow. they don't leave their house their old mom is caring for them like it's insane it's insane so yeah it's definitely an interesting culture but that's what that grand culture can breed bro. the worst case scenario mm. like the uk america these places are a bit better but still i said it's the fifth leading cause of death in america mm. and that stuff like heart attack strokes suicides so, bro, imagine, like, I think that's the thing that spins in my head is that like, you've worked so mm. hard now to just break down and not mm. even be able to enjoy mm. what you've worked hard for. Mm. It's, it's just something that always just spins mm. in my head. But like, a lot of those stats, though, will be misleading, though, because again, okay. America is, America is one of the world's, it is the world's fattest country. So stroke, heart attack, <laughs> I'm sure mm. the McDonald's, okay. the triple size McDonald's is contributing to that. <laughs> bro, you know what? I like that you said that. Cause I think it's so mm. true, man. Like, it, mm. it actually does show to you like how stats see you can really just prove what you wanted to prove. If you have an agenda, mm. it's very, <laughs> that's, that's true. I actually did, I actually did yeah. actually think about that. And that's what she, that's yeah. actually a very good yeah. point. That, that is true. But it's definitely, it's definitely not to say that it isn't contributing to that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, so yeah. So bro, don't you think, because you mentioned the negative sides of grand culture, right? Mm. Don't you think that there's some positives to it? Like, let's say, okay, you do work those 16 hours. Don't you think that actually does help you achieve your goal or help you move up that ladder, that career ladder that you want to move up? What do you think about that side of the argument? If I'm just being real, if you're putting in those kind of hours and you're, you're working smart as well, like in terms of you're not, cause obviously you can put in stupid hours and, mm. That's like you're not putting in the right place and you're yeah. not going anywhere. But obviously, yeah. yeah, you're putting in the right place and you are working hard and the company can see that you are mm-hmm. a very, very valuable asset. And yeah, you probably mm-hmm. will go up the ladder and achieve those goals. But I think that's when you definitely have to also ask yourself in terms of at what cost. Like mm-hmm. You achieve those goals now, but you ran your mental health into the ground. 
Mm. You achieve those goals now, but you've destroyed all your relationships with like your friends and family around you. Mm. So I feel like obviously if you can somehow balance all of that and at the end of it still come out in a good place, then yeah, not nah, probably like I feel like yeah, but I just feel like why does it have to be grand culture and like it's like why 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 are you working sixteen mm. hours mm. a day? I feel like a lot there's something else we do a lot that I've been thinking about is just that focus on just reaching the end goal. Mm. Everything you're doing in the process of reaching that end goal, it's like you're just brushing. Like it's it's, it's irrelevant to you. It's just about eventually meet, re- reaching that end goal, and then when you reach it, everything's gonna be good. Yeah, but there's some people, right? Because there's another mm. side of the argument where there's some people that they feel that I've seen anyway that they feel that okay, greatness or their goal, whatever, is on that side mm. of of the spectrum, where it's almost to the extreme side of the spectrum, mm. where they have to do the crazy hours. They have to not see friends. They have to not do certain things to achieve what they ultimately want to achieve. Mm. So if someone's dream is to do something, right? Why then, like, should I not put in the work to get there? Or why should I feel like, okay, I'm missing out? If that's what I really, I really care about in life, <laughs> like that's, that's all I really care about. Yeah. No, no, I hear you. I think that's also very true in it. But again, okay. I think this is just where it's like, uh, like all individuals in it. So that person mm. may, maybe when, if they do everything and they eventually get there, they're going to be the happiest person in the world and say, I got here. Mm. But I know for me, if I put my head down and did all of that, like even when I get there, I don't think I'm going to feel like I'm the happiest person in the world. Cause I feel mm. like I probably also have missed that one a lot as well. So don't get me wrong. Too, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking as someone who doesn't make loads of sacrifices and also isn't putting in mm. I also put in like a lot of hours and stuff but I think it's also just about making sure that in the process of putting that in that you're also enjoying the process as well like in terms of like uh, just being sustainable with it that's not like there's, I think there's, there's a lot of the whole oh yeah I'm just work crazy then I'm gonna re- make it there and then I'm gonna just chill but I feel like a lot of times too like if you work crazy more likely you're gonna continue working crazy but yeah I don't know you think about that I think it depends on what it is like okay. um because I could tell you now, if I had the, I guess, the physical ability or the technical ability to be a football player, mm. and it required me putting an insane amount of hours in, mm. okay. I could tell you now, that I would do it. Mm. <laughs> you understand? Listen, my kid, <laughs> he's going to, mm. by force. But yeah, for me, I would definitely put in those hours. But okay. if it's something in terms of like my career, I already know that, okay, it gets to a point where I'm happy with the money, you know. I'm happy with the hours. My work-life balance is perfect. I'm not really trying to force it um, past this point. So I think if it's that type of thing, then I might get to a position where I'm, I'm basically perfect for me. for me, mm. And then I stop, basically. Or I stop trying to climb that ladder. So, mm. yeah, what do you think no, about that? I think that's a very good point that you made, too. Because yeah. I think there also is an aspect where I feel like with grind, like even when you think of just like grinding in general, I feel like it's like, you're mainly, to me, I don't know if you get the same like, yeah. feeling, but it feels like something that you really don't really want to be doing, but you feel like mm. you, it's what's going to take you to where you want to go. So you mm. do it. So mm. I also think there's an aspect where like, there are times when you're putting in hours and it doesn't even feel like you're putting in hours because you're mm. really enjoying what you're doing. But yeah. I feel like a lot of times, especially with these like corporate stuff, it's like really and truly. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe, <laughs> I guess maybe the people are different in it, but maybe yeah. people are, are doing that smiling and saying, yeah. I love it. 
I love it. There's definitely some <laughs> but, people out there like that. But they probably are in it. But yeah. I feel like for the majority of people, that isn't the case. And it's mm. like, a, it's, I'm going to do this because it's going to put me, like, cool, like, financially in a position I want to do. So I'll, I'll make that sacrifice. So I do think, yeah, if it's something that, yeah, you are really enjoying, then I don't even know if I really even, I get, like, technically, I guess, yeah, you're still grinding. But I don't know. I wouldn't consider it, like, grind culture in that case. Mm. When, like, let's say, like, as you said, you're a footballer, you enjoy what you're doing, you're putting in the hours, but it doesn't feel like, work or nothing like that. obviously still probably difficult so I'm not trying to minimise it's probably yeah, yeah, still hard but yeah. like it's it's your passion and you're enjoying yeah. what you're doing Yeah, I think that's slightly different to when it's like you're just putting your head down and you're just doing it because you know you have to do it mm. like I think that's what I think of when I think of grand culture I don't mm. think of like a footballer's lifestyle mm. I think of the person in the office doing yeah, of course, of course, of course. Nine, doing nine to nine minimum yeah. Yeah. and that's if their boss lets them go home early yeah so, so yeah so if you're not living those extraordinary dreams, right? Mm. How, because I have definitely not found my passion, right? Mm. But how do you, I'm, I'm sure you haven't as well, mm. but how do you, well, I'm not sure actually, but <laughs> how do you mm. like, how do you reckon you can take the steps to do that? This is also why I feel like that, that balance needs to be there in it. Cause mm. I actually really enjoy like my work. Like I'm really enjoying what okay, I'm doing right okay. now. It's interesting to me. Mm. But, like, I also, for example, like, working in this podcast pro, I've enjoyed the whole process of getting it started. Oh, okay. You know yeah. I've enjoyed mm. that too. Coding, Python, I enjoy doing that too. Mm. Mm. So it's like, I, I, I work hard in it. Like, mm. it's not like I'm talking from someone that maybe at 5.30, I log off and I'm chilling for the rest of the evening. Not yeah. even saying that there's anything wrong with that. But mm. that's not what I do. Like, you know my mm. schedule. It's packed all the way until I go to bed because I'm doing other things as well. Mm. But that's why I feel like overall, if it was just in those hours, it was strictly just my day job that I was doing, mm-hmm. I don't think I would be happy. That's okay. like, but I think I'm mm-hmm. happy because even though I'm putting in hours, there's a range of things I'm doing with those hours. Okay. That's like, so mm-hmm. that's when under like after work, I can really do like the stuff that cool, even though it's work, I'm enjoying doing it. I don't know if it's a passion, but mm-hmm. it's something that I'm really enjoying. Okay. Like I feel like when I think of grand coach, it's not strictly just like the hours you're putting in. Cool. I feel like my issue is when your whole life is just your work. It's mm. like you have no time for anything else. It's just strictly mm. your day job. These are finessos too, bro. Like Elon Musk and stuff. Like this guy, one of the most richest guys in the world, successful, tweeted it. He's like, people can't change the world working 40 hours a week. And you know mm. what? I think that's... Comp- I, I agree with that. Probably the one thing you can do a matting if you're just doing the bare minimum what uh, everyone has to do. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like we have to also consider the fact that like who benefits from grand culture the most? That's mm. Who benefits from people willing to like put their whole life mm. into their work? Mm. It is the business owners, the bankers, mm. all these people. Mm. Like they're the ones that that's like they're promoting it, bro. They're like, yeah, man. What do you mean grind, bro? It's <laughs> so like, what? Mm. You're working grind. That's like they benefit from it the most. That's why I feel like it's just so important to actually be conscious of that to make sure that like you're not just being finesse. Why do you think grind culture? It's so prevalent mm. in our generation, especially because I feel like we've mm. taken it to another level now when it comes to the grand culture thing. I don't think so, you know. You don't think so? I, I don't think so. I think, right, but, this is what I think. I think it's just been repackaged and just given to us as a new present. And we're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> okay. Oh, what's this? Because, listen, baby boomers, they did that. They worked for one company for 10 plus years, did the nine to five and stayed loyal, right? I just mm. think because there's so much like exposure to everything nowadays, it's just okay. that we just have 
so much opportunity in terms of there's just YouTube, for example, there's TikTok, there's side hustles, there's like, I, I know I was speaking to one guy the other day and he was telling me that he works a job, right? I don't know how, how many hours he works a job, but then he gets a van for free. He then uses that van to, to do Amazon deliveries on the side. Mm. So I was thinking like, raw, when he told, when he told me, I was thinking like, raw, obviously that's smart. Mm. I was also thinking like, that wouldn't have existed a few years ago. Do you understand? Like, that's the difference, I think. It's just there's so much more opportunities, more things that you can be doing on the side. And you, you're exposed to a lot more what people are doing. You're exposed to this person buying different material things. And you're thinking, wow, I want that. <laughs> How can I yeah, get but then, that? I, I agree with that. But then, mm. so, but, so then doesn't that also mean that, like, in terms of what I was saying earlier, about it being more prevalent now? That's, I think mm. especially because, like, social media and stuff and mm-hmm. people seeing what other people have mm. and what people are doing that like you're seeing success stories all the time in it so i mm. definitely think sometimes too there's like a there's pr- extra pressure on mm. yourself to be like mm-hmm. bro like this brother this guy doesn't have two heads mm-hmm. that's like I'll, mm-hmm. if, if he can do this what am i doing just doing what i'm doing that's mm. like so i don't know i i hear what you're saying too i definitely mm. do think that yeah that is a very good point that, that mm. yeah when we look at previous generations i think there's a mm. term for it i forgot and I always, even one of my boys, I always have to like tell him, because he always loves doing the whole, ah, oh, yeah, back in it. I'm like, bro, man, like, we don't know how it was back then. That's yeah, like, yeah, they had yeah. issues too. I feel like, yeah. it's so easy to just be like, ah, oh, your generation is the worst. Yeah. That's like, like yeah. I feel like when you're looking at different generations, you're a lot harsher in terms mm. of what's happening. But yeah, mm. I definitely do think social media though, mm. there is a lot of pressures. I think even there's some people, bro, they be chilling. They'll be mm. putting in the TLA, man, another hard day grinding that's like bro you were chill like, sorry, like why are you lying <laughs> like so I, do, I, I definitely think there is that perception now probably mm. it's because a lot of us have been twanging this is that grind mm. culture thing where it's like uh, we feel like we have to be on it and mm. working hard mm. all the time like mm. yeah mm. but I, th- yeah. I think another point is um to say why it's been around or why it's 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 just part of a society like if mm. you look at um, this is a capitalist society, bro. Oh you yeah, that's, like, that's true. That's true. That's everyone true. is trying to step on everyone's toes to get to yep. wherever they want to get to the top of the ladder. They, they, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's just this rat race that's ingrained in this, um, Western society. No, it definitely is, man. Yeah. I definitely do think too, in terms of like us and like extra pressures, like in terms of grand culture, I think a big part of it too, man. Especially like if you're like, let's say first generation or, like your parents, you look back home, like Africa, wherever you're from, mm. and you know that you're definitely blessed to be mm. in this position to have definitely. the opportunities that you have. Yeah. So I think there is extra pressures where it's just like, uh, just doing the bare minimum. Sometimes it feels like, are you really making the most of mm. the opportunity that you've been provided with? Mm. Like that's something I think about anyway. That's mm. part, partly too. I think it's definitely Pressure. extra pressures. Like even thinking about like kind of things that your parents will be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. I'm such a big believer too. Like, I feel like your parent's ceiling should be your floor. Just you just doing exactly what your parent has done. For me, I wouldn't be happy. Mm-hmm. The bare minimum is for me to take what my parents have given me, mm-hmm. take it a lot further and give my kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like my ceiling now, mm-hmm. that will be a different level as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But I saw something like that recently and mm-hmm. I saw that basically a new generation is going to become extremely wealthy, right? Because okay. a lot of the baby boomers are dying off and obviously they're going to, through inheritance, they're going to, you know, give their wealth away. So obviously, then from there, they can take it a step further. And then, you know, but through generations, if you look at that family tree, I'm sure, 
that's how the wealth has been passed down and has, has developed into what it is now. So that's the idea. That's what you want. You know, you want to have the, your parents, um, ceiling as your floor mm. because mm. you want to elevate whatever they did. And that's how you move. You know, that's how social mobility should work. That's how you want to move steps. That's how you want to move, um, status. So yeah, mm. no, I agree, man. Yeah, I used to even look into that a bit more. Cause I don't know if it was yeah. you that was telling me, but I remember mm. looking at something that was about along the lines of like a, like how difficult it is to actually change your class. Mm. Like the class you're born into is most likely the class you're gonna die. <laughs> Understand? Mm. Like if you're mm. middle class, it's very hard for you to like actually move from middle class. Mm. Like just the way everything is is set up. So, yeah. so it's quite interesting. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. that's definitely, definitely something I wanna mm. look into a bit more. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if that is the case. Why that's the case? Yeah. Like, Some people even uh, think um the class is is to do with money, but it isn't you know? Okay, what's it to do with? Yeah, um, it's to, it's kind of to do with like your connections as well. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know <laughs> high value man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, you like to be part of like the elite class or whatever. Okay, like, that's that's hard to do. You understand? Like, mm. for example, if you're a billionaire, right? You can't be a billionaire without connections. It's impossible. You understand? Like, you have to have okay. connections. So, okay. but then, yeah. it, what does that mean? Does that like, like, let's say you went from nothing to being like a millionaire? At that point, I'm assuming you have connections now. So, is that now you have connections, you can you can become a billionaire, or is it like? If you didn't have connections in the first place, you wouldn't have been a million in the first place. I, I, like, yes. What does that actually mean? Exactly that. Okay. Think about it. Like, I know I personally don't. Maybe if you won the lottery or whatever, and that's why yeah. they usually lose it, innit? Like, mm. Because mm. think about it. Um, I think you, you've spoken to me about this before. It's where the people you surround yourself around, like people, you, the people that surround you. So mm. if you think about it, if you're a millionaire, you're going to have chances of millionaires within reach. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So those are people that you can contact. You know, people who will have business opportunities for you, you know, that can grow your wealth. So if you don't, if you're, if you just won the lottery and then you go back to wherever you came from and let's say it's the slums or whatever, then mm. you're just going to have people who have the same mindset as you telling you to spend your money. So, <laughs> like, it's it's true. True. so, it's true. yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, no, it's true. Okay, no, that's mm. a good point still. Mm. That's a good point. Wow. Mm. Yeah, man. But yeah, this life thing, man, I actually see this thing as like a game. I don't know if you think about this. Mm. I was thinking about this right. too. Like, I feel like our experiences determine our beliefs. Mm-hmm. And those beliefs are the rules that we set for ourselves. So mm-hmm. why I say that and why I say it's like a game. I feel like, like what you believe that, let's say, you want to achieve can either make you a winner or a loser. For example, I say this. If, let's say you say, I want six figures in my life. Mm-hmm. I want to hit 100K and you mm-hmm. hit 90K. And because you didn't hit 100k, you don't feel like you achieved anything. I mm. feel like you're a loser, man. Cause I feel like, like, in terms of like, that's why I feel like it's like, cause your belief system has told you that if you don't hit that 100k, you haven't achieved anything in life. Mm. Whereas I feel like someone who, if their belief system was, I want, I want 50k, I want a happy family. And I said, I want people around me that love me and they achieve that and they look back at their life and they, and they say, Oh, I achieved everything I said I wanted to achieve. I feel like you're a winner. I feel like even in terms of the whole grand culture conversation, having the money is nice, but I feel like it's much more important to chase things that you give value to rather than Mm. things that already have value. Mm. So what I mean by that is like, there could be something that you want to achieve in your life that to other people, Mm. why is that an achievement for you? But it's because you have a reason why 
that's something that you want to accomplish. I think you just have a much higher chance of mm. achieving those kind of goals than when it's just mm. strictly, if I don't die as a millionaire, I have failed in life. Mm. That's when it's just strictly mm. just financial. And I feel mm. like that is what a lot of people do. The only thing they're working for is just, I just want money. And I get why people are like that. Isn't it? Obviously, yeah. people are coming from different situations where to them, it's like, if I can just have the money, that will solve all of my problems. Yeah. I will now be very happy. But mm. yeah, for me, there's other factors that I have to accomplish. But yeah, I don't know what you think about that. No, I agree, man. I think like that's definitely the root of mm. grand culture. The mm. facts of um, never being satisfied with anything you have. Mm. And obviously, that's how, again, that's how all these big corporations, that's how this, this society runs, isn't it? The mm. fact that even I was watching, I was watching a, a fashion documentary the other day, right? Obviously, there's this thing called fast fashion and whatnot. And basically, how they market this to people is you need this thing. And without this thing, you can never be happy. <laughs> and okay. that concept. Or is that like yeah. brands? Like what, like, like is what are they, what are they trying to sell to people? Is it you need this logo? They're trying to sell, they're trying to sell even brands, bro. Like, yeah, brands. Okay. But they're trying to sell mm. happiness, right? Okay. They're trying to sell like happiness that isn't achievable because they're trying to tell you that, okay, you're, you're one step closer to happiness. And once you get this thing, you've achieved it. Mm. And then you get it and then you're like, right, okay, I'm happy. You're actually happy. You're, it's not mm. that you're happy. Mm. And then you're like, okay, cool. Um, I'm happy. What now? Then next day you're not happy. And then you see another thing and then you're like, okay, let me get that. That's what I need now to be happy. And it just keeps going and it's never going to end. Right. Bro, it's crazy, man. I remember, I remember listening to a podcast too one time. I was basically speaking or something similar and it really hit me. And it was just, mm. I think it was talking about like dopamine levels in your brain. And mm. it was saying that when you actually accomplish something or you like something that you wanted, it starts dropping straight away. Mm. So it's just like, uh, so when you say, oh, I really want this thing, when you actually accomplish it, the mm. levels of happiness that you think you're going to achieve, yeah, you might be happy initially, but mm. it's going to come back down. That's yeah, like, like yeah. I remember this whole concept too of like the hedonic treadmill, mm, which is mm. just like a thing where all of us are, we're going to be balanced in terms of happiness and sadness. That's mm. like, you're not mm. going to just be happy all the time. You're going to be sad mm. all the time. In general, obviously there's different circumstances yeah. and people going through different things, but in general, that's the case. Mm. So yeah, I think that thing that you said is actually just real rap in terms of just mm. like, a, yeah, like you say you want something, you get it, and then you realize, oh, okay, what's next? I think it's just humans, isn't it? Like even yeah. me, bro, when I order something like Amazon or something, <laughs> I'm going straight on the order, yeah. trying to see, oh, when is it coming? Bro, yeah. I'm so gassed. It comes from my house yeah. stuff. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same. I've bought bro. into it. I can't lie. I'm, bro. I'm, like, bro. I'm consuming it. This is, bro. that's me. I'm always yeah. searching for the next, the next high. Like, we're mm. all addicts, bro. <laughs> we are all addicts. <laughs> nah, it's true. To put it in kind of ways, we are all addicts. Nah, it's but, true. Um, it's true. It's true. It's true. Nah, it definitely is. I don't know what you think about this. I saw a tweet, like, I think it's, I don't know how long ago it was now. But essentially what it was saying is that they work us so hard, like, work-wise, like, in terms of five days a week. And they give us yeah. such little freedom that it makes us bigger consumers. Because mm. now that we have less free time, we mm. want to maximize that free time that we have. Mm. Or even like you, whatever. Like, like, it's, not like, it's like, you, you're busy for so long that even your weekends, obviously sometimes too, you just want to sleep because mm. you're tired. But a lot of times too, you're like, Hey man, I have to, I have to go back to do what I need to do on Monday. 
Mm. Let me make the most of this weekend. And it means mm. now nah, that weekend, maybe you're going every weekend, you're spending money and it's just, it just makes you a bigger consumer. So I thought it was mm. quite, in- it was quite interesting. Don't know yeah. if it's true, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, there's definitely some truth in it anyway. No, I think I've seen. There's truth in it because even like, um, economics, right? Mm. The basic like economic model is companies hire employees. It's like a cycle, right? So companies hire employees. The employees spend then the money, then they, the companies then pay taxes, which goes to the government, mm. you know, and then the government then create more jobs for these companies, like more, they allow them to build more and whatnot. So they hire more okay. people, then they spend a bit, then if you hire more people, you're able to pay more people, you know, then they spend a bit more. Mm. And then from there, more taxes, then et cetera. So it just, it's a cycle. So, you know, if you think of it like that, <laughs> that's why they, that's why they encourage us to do that because you know it's just it's something that actually keeps the economy going so oh you touched on a good bit though um you said uh like happiness was fleeting Mm. so in terms of grand culture what do you think people are really chasing do you think people are chasing that goal or do you think people are chasing a fleeting emotion Mm. i think they're chasing a fleeting emotion but obviously i feel like the front of it is I want money and that's oh. like luxury. I think yeah. that's the front of it. But I think behind that, I want money is, mm-hmm. I think when I get that money, I'm going to be happy. Mm. I think that also is an aspect of it as well, where it's like, yes, when I'm in the fancy car in the big house, I'm going to be happy. So that's what mm-hmm. I feel like I need to have. Cause I feel like you wouldn't, cause if you, like if you were chasing money, you knew, like let's say you knew that like, you'd feel completely indifferent when you gain. Mm-hmm. I feel like, people's motivations to grind wouldn't be as mm-hmm. high as it is. That's like, cause I feel like that's when you'd probably be more likely to try to live your life in a way where you're trying to be happy now. Cause like, I think it's that thing of you think, I right, cool. If I just put in the word, but I guess also, I guess it's not just happiness. You can, I guess with money too, you also have, there's a word I'm looking for, security. That's what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. That security that, you know, cool. Having the money will probably mean I'm going to have a lot less stresses in certain departments. And so mm-hmm. it might not all strictly just be happiness, but I think a big mm-hmm. part of it is that belief that when I get the money, it will make me happy. So that's why I'm going to grind and get the money. But yeah, so I, I definitely do think it's a fleeting emotion. That's why I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm trying to make a conscious effort now to obviously, yeah, I want the money. I want to be successful. Although that is really mm-hmm. true. But mm-hmm. bro, like I also want to enjoy every day as well, man. The money is going to be nice and everything, but I don't think getting the money is going to make me happier than I am now. But again, that's me and maybe people like have other thoughts in it. Like, mm. so yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see what people think about that in terms of maybe there's some, there's things that we're not thinking about. Mm. But uh, yeah, what do you think about it anyway? Right? Yeah, that's my, um, in terms of like whether people are chasing a fleeting emotion or they're chasing oh, okay. money. Like, what do you think about that? Um, it's definitely an emotion because. Okay. Why I think that is because I think, okay, you get past that point. I, I can't remember why I saw this, but. It's when you get past, was it 70K or something? It was $7,000 or something like that. I think it was American. Yeah, 70K. Yeah, yeah. So if you get, if you get there, any more that you earn doesn't make you any more happier. Right. Mm. And it's because once you get past that, it's just essentially upgrades <laughs> that you're getting. Mm. Okay. From there, if you earn past that, maybe you can get a bigger house than you already had. So you had a big house, <laughs> but mm. now you can get a even bigger house. <laughs> and then the car thing as well it's just you have a really nice car already but you can get a even nicer car so mm. you know it's just it doesn't really make you any happier 
because it's just more things. But I think mm-hmm. once your basic needs are met, I don't think it's money anymore. I think it's definitely um, an addiction to consumerism where you're constantly chasing that that high of <laughs> of temporary happiness. No, I hear that. I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. You even kind of made me think of like another question too in terms mm-hmm. of like... Uh, so what other things do you think people can chase other than money? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think people can just definitely, can you not chase goals? Don't you think you can chase goals? Yeah, but then what type of goals? Because, um, okay, I think personally, right? I think there's mm. goals that define you as a person, right? Mm. That when you think about your life, that those type of goals that you achieve define who you are or make you picture who you, who you think you are. So I think those are the type of goals that some people chase, you know. Mm. I think those are the big goals. Those are the people who are really like addicted to <laughs> just constantly working and pounding and, you know, because they, let's say someone wants to become an executive director in a company mm. or whatever, like that's what they want. And that, that goal, achieving that goal is going to define who they are. It shouldn't, but it's going to define who they are. Yeah. And that's something that they're going to chase until they get it. And it has nothing to do with the money for them. Like, forget the money. <laughs> it's just, that's, that's their ultimate goal. That's what they've always wanted to do. And that's what they're going to, that's what they're okay. going to do. So. No, I hear that. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Like, I think you touched mm-hmm. on something too that I think, even me, like, when I think of the other goals I'm trying to chase other than just money, like, the way I do it is by visualizing the man I want to be in five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And I think, what does that man look like? So I think that kind of even, like, it kind of links into what I was saying earlier about, like, the chasing things that you give value to rather mm-hmm. than things that really have value. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah, I have a question for you. So, yeah, the question I was going to ask is, because I've seen this before, and when you just mm-hmm. mentioned that, it just came to my head, right? It's that the idea of ourselves is constantly changing. Do you understand? It's like, true, it's true, it's true. Who we think we're going to be or who we even want to be or even what, who we are even now is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So... If you have this idea of, you know, who you want to be or, you know, that idea of yourself, right? Do you think you're putting yourself in a position where you're constantly chasing something that is also constantly changing? So it's like Mm. you're now putting yourself in that grand culture kind of. Do you think that? I think that's a good point. But I also do feel like in terms of me as a person, in terms of like, I feel like at my core, Mm. I think I'm always going to be someone who craves knowledge and who's always trying to learn and improve regardless. I don't think I'll ever get to a point in life where I think you just made it. You have Mm. nothing else that you need to do. You're just a guy. I don't think Mm. that will ever really happen, but I feel like Mm. I'm aware of that already. I don't think of that guy as like a final end goal. I think even when I get to that guy, there's probably going to be, yeah, there's going to be other targets I now want to accomplish. And I think that's fine. I'm Mm -hmm. okay with that. I think that's the point. That's what makes life, as I said, even Mm -hmm. interesting to live is the fact that there is all, like, always like, other goals and stuff that you're trying to mm-hmm. accomplish. I'm already very happy with who I am. So I feel like even then, in like when I'm like five years from now, the worst I'm going to be, I'm going to, again, be happy with who I am. But I know I'm still working to improve myself. So I think working to improve yourself doesn't mean that you're not happy with like who you are. But it just means that like you know that there's more that you can accomplish and you're human. I'm not sure if I've answered that properly, but yeah. No, no, because um, I'll say you did because, yeah, why I was asking that is because obviously there's a lot of people, um, I'm sure people who might listen to this and, and think, okay, I have this idea of who I want to be and mm. that's who I'm chasing. Those are the things I'm doing every day to become that person, mm. right? 
and they forget that, okay, it's going to take a while <laughs> to get there. Mm. You know, don't discount the now just because, you know, I need to be that person. You understand? Like, so they might be like, oh yeah, I can't really date or I can't mm. really do this because I need to be that guy and then yeah. I can start doing all these things. So I think that's just a good point that you made is that, you know, you're constantly changing and, you know, the idea of yourself is, is never going to be set. So it's always nice to keep that in mind. Yeah, no, it's true, man. I feel like one of the big changes I made this year is I really try to be more conscious as a person. Like I really try to take more time to really think about the things I think about and why I think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like because of that, now I'm always questioning myself. I'm always making sure that let's say I say I want, I want to be this kind of person in five years from now. It's not just now I'm going to just put my head down and the next five years are going to disappear. And I'm going to raise my head up and say, cool, I'm that guy now. I'm aware that often I'm questioning myself again and reevaluating. No, that's a good point, man. I was even speaking to someone and he was telling me that a lot of like the interviews for jobs, graduate jobs, mm. whatever, um, candidates tend to forget that when they're applying for these jobs, that you're also interviewing the company. <laughs> Do you understand? Mm. Like Bro. you're also trying to see if the company is the right fit for you because you don't want to go there and now you're like, this is not. What I want to be doing, or this is not where I want to be work. So it's just important to keep that in mind that, you know, you have to keep questioning everything. You have to keep asking questions. Yeah, man. So in conclusion. Yeah, bro, man. I feel like, yeah, it's definitely important to be able to compartmentalize, man, and actually leave work at work, the day in uni, leave uni at uni, and actually give yourself time to actually, yeah, do what you enjoy. It's not, mm. obviously, I think working hard is definitely a prerequisite to being successful in anything. Like, I think that's definitely true. If you're just chilling too, you're also not going to go nowhere. Like, so it's also no excuse. But I think you definitely have to try and make sure that you're like enjoying the process as well. And it's not, you're not just trying to skip past the stage in life that you are because you actually just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I feel like we've been finessed with this grand culture thing to forget that the dream is really to be underworked and overpaid and not overworked and underpaid. Mm-hmm. That's my final take. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, bro. I would say from like what I'm trying to even do, because obviously I don't, I, I'm struggling with this. Obviously I'm trying to sort out what I need to sort out and certain elements in my own personal life suffers because of that. So I think for me, it's just more of learning how to be more in the moment in different aspects. So that's definitely something I'm trying to implement now and trying to improve on. So yeah, man, I think if I take that on board, uh, yeah, I'll definitely not be sucked into that grand culture lifestyle. <laughs> Hopefully, I won't be a victim. <laughs> bro, listen, so. it's real rap. It's real rap. Don't be a victim. <laughs> That's a bad way to end the main episode. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, welcome to the Ace and Joker moment. This is the part of the show where we discuss something hard hitting throughout the week that we've seen and. That's our ace moment and something funny that we've seen. That is our joker moment. So ace, I think you had an ace moment for us. <laughs> I do. But bro, my ace moment is so long that if you have an ace or joker moment, I think you should go first. I don't, you know. Because uh, I've got enough of the moments. <laughs> That's good. So bro, first you have to apologize to you because I lied to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is how you want to... I'll just be honest. I lied to you. Okay. What happened? You know when you called me the other day and you were like, why did I go to bed at 6 a.m.? Yeah. I didn't want to tell you the truth because I wanted to have this conversation here. I don't know why. I thought that that was just an odd... But mm. I, I didn't think anything of it. But I was thinking, 
That was just an odd response. <laughs> but oh, what happened? Okay. I'm interested okay. now. It's good to know I'm not a good liar. <laughs> but, <laughs> bro, South Koreans, they're the kings of capitalist oh, TV shows, movies. You watched media. it. <laughs> bro, Squid Game, that show is too cold. Bro, before we get into it, anyone who hasn't watched this show, so basically, just to explain quickly, it's a show about a bunch of people who are going through a lot and <laughs> they basically don't have a lot of options yeah. in life. And they're basically playing the survival game for the chance of life-changing money. And yeah, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. Like, <laughs> it is crazy. It's crazy. I'm bro. so happy you watched that show. <laughs> bro, so, it's actually Yeah, crazy. man. So hit me with something. Listen, for people who maybe are planning to watch it, it's been out for a couple of weeks now, mm. to be fair. So people that... I plan to watch it. This is where I say thank you for listening to this episode of the Ace Joker Show. <laughs> we'll see you next week on the next episode. And for the people who have watched it, I want to hear the spoilers. The spoilers. I want to hear what we thought about the show. Mm. Then please stay and listen to this. And you know what? Even if you have a... Bro, some people are so weird, you know. Mm. I remember one of my friends, she used to do something that used to piss me mm. off. We'll be watching something, mm. and if it's too suspenseful, mm. she would fast forward and see what happened. Yeah. And then go back. Yeah. I'm like, why, why are you reading the show like that? Why are you doing that? It used to spin my head. Bro. No guts. <laughs> bro. So, you know, there's some people out there who are like mm-hmm. that. So if you're that kind of person that you still don't mind spoilers, you want to still listen, mm-hmm. whatever, but we're about to get to spoilers mm-hmm. now. So, our Joker moment follows it, but it's, uh, okay. it's part of this. Okay. So that'll be later on yeah. for people who are still here. So, yeah, bro. So, get into this, bro. You know what? I'm going to start with you, though. Mm-hmm. What do you think was your highlight? My highlight, but oh, it was, okay. Oh man, <laughs> the show is so good. My highlight is, um, I have to say, it's the old man. The mm. old man, you know what was crazy about that old man? Is I really felt for him when he was about to die. Like, mm. well, I was, I was emotional. I was like, oh man. Like, even when my man was playing him, even when he was playing him to get the thing, and then the old man is like, yeah, so yeah, you, you think yeah. it's all right for you to play an old man yeah, when he's that was a bar. Yeah. And then, <laughs> The guy just says, you know what, take it. Take the last marble, it's okay. And then you see him at the end. And the reason why he even started the game is because it was for fun. And you know what I like You know what I like about that is because that's all the reason he needed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, it's true. He put, it's he true. put people through all of that because he wanted Bro, some fun. This is why I say our experiences, we can justify anything to ourselves. <laughs> Mindset is justifiable. <laughs> it's justifiable. It's crazy. And, and you're sitting there, you're thinking, oh, he's going to give us... Like the deepest reason, this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he says, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. He says we got bored of the way bored. we're spending our money and we <laughs> wanted something bored. fun to do. <laughs> Can you imagine? Where was your moment, man? My highlight, bro, was just in general mm. the psychology, like just the way they were manipulated. Mm. With even like the fact that they had the money there. You know when initially when they wanted to leave, mm. and they said, "Oh, they has the money jumping. Mm. Do you really want to mm. go?" Everyone said, wow, <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> so even just throughout the show, there was so many of those like psychological mm. manipulation that went on. I think my biggest highlight was, you see when, the, you know, the quote unquote, the main villain, mm. like the guy who was in the contestants, mm. the, with the scar, mm. the bad guy, mm. when he killed that guy for complaining about the food oh, yeah. and he kicks <laughs> yeah. him, that bit, yeah, when they saw that, oh, like, oh, you don't get disqualified for mm. that. That bit was so crazy yeah, to me. Yeah. I said, this is mad. Yeah, that's when they're like, okay, we can actually eliminate people. And they get more money for killing people. Bro. And even that's all part of the manipulation. Because yeah. now that's what sets up the next game yeah. in terms of them attacking each yeah. other. It was all part of it, mm. them giving them less food. Mm-hmm. So that was just so interesting, just how they played mm. 
all of them. Even we go back to the point where they left the game. I feel like episode two was mm. such a good episode. No, episode, mm. end of episode one. Was it end of episode one when they left the game? I think it's, it might be episode two. Okay. I think it might be Okay, two. yeah. But when they left the game and then they went into the reward. But, deep this, it was the old man that decided that they should leave the game. Oh, yeah, it was He was him. the last player. I forgot. You know what it's too? And I thought that guy was definitely going to say they're going to continue. Uh-huh. The way you were smiling. Yeah, yeah. I said, this this old man is... Yeah. He was, because he, was he had cancer as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But deep, so he was part of the game. That's and he decided, crazy. And you know why he did that? Because he was like, they're going to come back. Because their life is horrible. They're going mm. to come back. I want them to understand that they need this. <laughs> like I'm giving them mm. the chance. So he let them go into the real world. To understand their crazy. situation and then to better come back. I didn't realize. I just that, deeped you know. it now when you mentioned it. You know, yeah, I just I didn't realize that. So that so even like, more manipulation, bro, crazy. And like, even that, I think I really like that part of the show too because they gave us a reason to care about everyone mm. in terms of everyone outside of the game. So they went into their lives, mm. why they're doing mm. this, what's happening mm. in their lives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like that because <laughs> that's what. Now I was gonna say that's what made that game even madder. You know the one with the the marbles. Oh yeah, and they had to pick people. That's what made it even crazier because you now know that you care about the characters yeah. a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't have hit the same if I didn't know about their lives outside of the game. Mm-hmm. So it was just a great TV show. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say um the marble game where mm. <laughs> obviously one of my favorite characters died. For being stupid. <laughs> oh my god, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For those of you that know, he got rocks. <laughs> yes, he got rocks. <laughs> you know what is it? I'm not gonna lie. This might be a bad, maybe people might not agree with me, bro, but I'm not gonna lie. You see, my man, yeah. there's, a, there's something about him that I like, man. Like, because <laughs> you know what is, I think, I think a lot of people, bro, no, it is, no, it is. I think in that situation, yeah. on this show now, even the main character, I think we could be after mm. going to just a bits of shows because obviously it's not perfect mm-hmm. there, there also were some bits mm-hmm. that I didn't really yeah, we I thought yeah, yeah we, about the, we don't even jump into mm-hmm. it now that because that was one of it for me the main character I felt like his naivety was too much for me like even at the end when like what are you doing now like you've done all of this already how many people have died and you're now doing I'm gonna go home I don't want the money I was like bro you did this because your mom's about to get her leg amputated mm-hmm. that's why you're mm-hmm. here I feel like they were trying to make him a thing where he was always the good guy mm-hmm. They never made him make the decision to do someone dirty. Mm. Like, even the Marvel games, kind of like the old man, you can see the old man kind of allowed him. Mm. But it was never his own hands. Yeah. I just felt like it just wasn't realistic mm. in the scenario that they were in. And that other guy, the guy who was always doing what he needed mm. to do, mm. he even said, you're just talking down on me because you weren't in a position to do what I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. die. <laughs> no, <laughs> listen. <laughs> A question though, mm. what do you think was the maddest game? Oh, because <laughs> the games just were crazy, yeah. and crazy, bro. And they were so simple because they were like kid games, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, oh, oh yeah, definitely that one. The tampered glass. It? Yeah, bro, I agree. That, I, no, no, I don't agree actually. That was mad. Mm. But the one that was maddest for me, bro, was the tug of war. Oh, you that think? Was nuts. <laughs> that was nuts, bro. The way the old man describes Yo. that. How do you describe? I remember, it? he said like, yeah, oh, the, the technique. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been seeing on people's snaps and stuff recently who have been going to parks. Yeah. And they've been playing tug of mm-hmm. war, and the women have been beating yeah. the guys. <laughs> Maybe this is what these little did. <laughs> <laughs> they're using all these tactics. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, why did you think that was the hardest game? I th- and I think it was the maddest. Oh, okay. Like, just in terms of like, you're literally pulling other people to their death. Oh, okay, okay. Like you know that you winning mm-hmm. is you pulling them mm-hmm. off the cliff. Mm-hmm. To drop off mm. like I think psychologically for me mm. 
I feel like the glass one was crazy, but at the end of the day, mm. it's luck. Mm. Especially when you can't tell the difference. Mm. You jump, you you might die, you might, but it's in your own hands. Mm. But that one was like you're literally killing other people. Mm. Whereas that one, you're killing yourself. Mm. That's why I thought psychologically, I think for me, the tug of war would be the maddest one for me to get my head around. I think why I think the, the last one was the funniest and the hardest game was because Everyone dies off now. And then apparently there's this expert. <laughs> you can tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's also a part of the show that I didn't really oh, like. okay. Because I feel like for such a big part of it, they're doing this whole fairness and mm-hmm. it's all about being fair. I'm like, bro, this guy randomly, for some reason, <laughs> is a glass expert. Yeah. And they took away his skill. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just didn't like the whole concept of turning off the lights. Yeah. Can now affect them. Yeah. I know it was for the rich people to be more entertained, but... It kind of defeat the purpose of the whole it being fair. Because mm. it's a random skill that man just happened to have. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So I didn't really like that part of it. Yeah. I feel like it kind of defeated the purpose. Mm-hmm. It definitely did. I was I was a bit... Yeah. When they turned off the light, I was, yeah, I was a bit pissed off when they dimmed it a bit. Yeah. I was like, why? It could have mm. been the perfect show. But the way they mm. portrayed that main character, even at the end, the way he decided to leave, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. certain things, even, yeah. even... Even, oh, like... At the end, because I, I was reading the reviews and then, because I just mm. thought it was an amazing show. Then I read the reviews and I was like, these are things I was actually pissed off about. And mm. the girl tells you, oh, please go and help my brother. Um, yeah, and all of that. And he's just in a slump for a year. I thought about that too mm. when I was watching it. I was like, bro, like, what happened to yeah. all the people you're meant to be looking after? Like, what's going on? <laughs> nah, it's true. I thought it's true. I hear it's, it's definitely a tragic situation to yeah. be in. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, help the people and then you can be in your slump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I agree mm. with that. I agree. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought about that yeah. too. But yeah, so overall, definitely, mm. definitely a very good mm-hmm. show. Wait, what made you watch it? I was on Netflix randomly over the weekend and I was like, it was number two on the trending. Oh, okay. So I was like, hey man, mm. let me watch it. I, I remember you <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, okay. about, I, don't, I remember, I didn't know what the show was called, but I remember you explaining the concept yeah, yeah. kind of. Oh, okay. But yeah, my Joker moment is also kind of added onto it, which is, I think an example of poor emotional intelligence is that woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what poor emotional intelligence looks like. Because <laughs> she was so a name, oh, man. man. Like, even the game when they had to pick characters, I'm like, there's no wonder no one wants to be your mm-hmm. partner. Like, you've been so a name for the whole thing. <laughs> so, yeah. I just thought that, yeah, she just made me laugh. The funniest part was when she was like, babe. Babe, <laughs> and then I was like, "If you call me babe one more time, I'm gonna kill you." Nah, it was funny. It was a funny, but yeah, nah, it was, it was overall. I definitely say it was a good show. Yeah, though. yeah, like, I enjoyed it's not it. Not perfect, but no show. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I definitely enjoyed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Binging it is, as well is probably one of the best things you could do. Bro, I told you, I went to bed at six a.m. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I started at like nine. Oh my dude, damn! You even finished it. I, I wish I did that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, one night. So yeah, nah, it was a good mm. show. I definitely recommend. I'm sure everyone who's still here has watched it. Yeah. But if you're still here, for some reason <laughs> yeah. you haven't watched it, then yeah, I definitely say go watch that show. If you're still here, thank you for listening to this episode of the Ace and Joker Cook.